Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Tuesday, May 31st, and we are going to have a high of 18 degrees here in the Edmonton, Alberta region. Yes, yes, yes. Good morning, everybody. We're broadcasting live on the Podbean app as we do every morning at 6 a.m. Mountain Time, Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday, you can join us at 6 a.m. Uh, you can join in on the chat. You see everybody coming in here this morning saying good morning and then you can also uh there's a call-in button you can click the call-in button and ask any questions you want about real estate investing uh mm-hmm. for free free coaching every morning yeah, yeah. um actually i want to i want to touch on that in a little bit here i'm just but okay well maybe i will maybe i will um <clears throat> i'm fed up <laughs> i'm i'm I, simply put i am fed up um I want, I want more results, right? You know, and it's, and, and I feel like there, there are results. I'm just not, I'm just not a part of them. I feel like um, there's a lot of inspiration going on and we hear about a lot, you know, inspiration in the morning show and thank you for, you know, changing my routine and, the, but, but I want more people calling in with questions that are preventing them from moving forward. And then they get the answers and then they go take action. I want more of that. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, I'm, I'm, I kind of challenged myself this week, challenge myself to challenge the listeners. Um, what I want this week is I want to help someone buy their first rental property. Hmm. For those of you guys who have already bought your first rental property, that's great. It's fantastic. Buy another, join in. But I want, I, I'm, I'm looking for someone who has just been sitting, I'm looking for the wallflowers. You know what I mean? The person that's sitting in the back of the room, just watching everybody else, just taking notes. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of, I, I want to find that one person who's, who's willing to step outside of their shell or to take, um, to take a leap of faith, to, to ask the right questions. want to help you ask the right questions and then get the right answers. And buy your first rental property. It's doable. Yeah. It's 100% doable. Um, but there is a bit of a leap of faith, you know, component in there. But anyways, that's that's kind of what I'm, I'm thinking about for this week. That's my challenge for myself this week. Will it happen? Mm. Um, Somebody's got to step up. <laughs> yeah, I can't be held 100% accountable for that. <clears throat> but I tell you, if I didn't have money, and I didn't have any resources, I could buy a property this week. I could figure it out. But that's just confidence, right? Mm-hmm. That's just confidence that I know that I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Right? I use that example of what would you do if there was a gun to your family's head? You know what I mean? I know people don't like it, but but you you have another gear, you have another level that you're just you're just not utilizing. Um and I, and I, and I want to I want to harness that. Yeah. Anyways, I want someone to step up this week. Um, you keep an eye on the comments, okay? 
because I'm really bad for that when I'm talking. So you stay at the bottom of the comments if anyone if anyone wants to step up. <clears throat> what? Uh, Josh says, I would love to. I have a big challenge this week currently. <laughs> Finishing our property. <laughs> mm. Okay, you are exempt. <laughs> um, That's funny. Yeah, it sounds like... Uh, Josh is in the the final stretch, um, the last leg of the race uh, for our Corinthia uh, flip project. Uh, oh, we have an update as well on that. I'm gonna make a note on that. Shoot, that's that's a big one right there. Okay, I was just making some last minute notes here before we start the show. Um, I, I do want to update you on that property, but uh, yeah, it's, it sounds like um, suspended ceiling should probably be done. Uh, today, yeah, that was yeah. A weird I think one. Tuesday was the yeah. That was a weird one. Normally they have the suspended ceiling done, done in a day. Like in a day, but I think they sent one person and decided to let him do it over three days. Which, I mean, it's not a huge rush for us, but like we wanted to see it done. We wanted pictures. But anyways, that's getting done. Um, I haven't been there in, in in over a week, so I mean, I've seen a couple of random pictures, but um, Josh, he, Josh, post more pictures. <laughs> okay it's my challenge for josh this last week it's also it's also hard in this stage with it's like it's funny because it's like the finishing thing so you think you know that's where the big impact comes and you can like um get really like nice pictures but at the same time like the baseboards and like and doors and like painting and then dapping and like all that kind of stuff is so time consuming that you can be working on it for days and True. it feels like nothing's changed. You know what I mean? True. So I feel, feel it. Okay. But um, he gave you the thumbs up in the chat. So <laughs> we'll expect some pictures today. He knows, <clears throat> he knows, uh, my expectations for, uh, for social media. And like, <laughs> and, and anyone could argue, Hey Wayne, you don't post nearly as much as you say we should post. Well, I don't need to. Is that fair? Yeah. Is that fair? 100%. I've been doing it for a long time. I, I don't necessarily need to. The value um, the value per picture or per post is not nearly as much for me as it is for you. Yeah. My, my, my value is diluted over time because it just comes to be expected. But for you, for you, that's what people want to see. That's, you know, you're trying to build an audience. You're trying to build a, um, a followership very important um and jeremy in the chat here he says who here hasn't yet purchased their first rental property or flip mm -hmm. anyone answer that yet not that i've seen <clears throat> i think those who haven't are probably scared to say because <laughs> oh they don't want to they don't want to stand up they don't want to be singled up but at the same time you're missing out on an opportunity I'm, uh, you know what <laughs> that's that's very interesting someone would not be willing to to admit it because they don't want to be singled out do you realize that people pay 20 30 40 50 thousand dollars to be challenged to get someone to help them buy their first property <laughs> do you realize that yeah people take this show for granted and, and i can say that confidently and, and that's not cocky for real someone is willing to challenge you, to push you, to hold you accountable, and to give you all the information you need this week to help you buy your first rental property. Mm -hmm. I know people that spend tens of thousands of dollars to get that experience. 
Yeah. For real. It's just, just what I love doing. I love helping people. Yeah. Um, we have a, a congratulations in order. Um, Matt is closing on his first rental property tomorrow. Matt. Um, um, let, let. Leger? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ledger, Leger. I Leger, can never remember. Yeah. He's closing on his closing first rental Closing on his first rental property tomorrow. No way. Yes. Congratulations. Congratulations. I don't have an audio effect. Ready to go. That, uh, here. Yeah. <laughs> that that clapping sounds like the clapping like before someone comes on stage. It's like, and now coming to the stage is Matt Legere. Yeah, I feel like we're at like a ballet or an opera or something. Yes. <laughs> that is true. Uh, I'll work on that. Yes. Congratulations, Matt. That's fantastic. I'd love to hear more. Cody says, I have a rental, but still working on my first flip. Okay. Okay. And I see you have a question there, Cody, which I'm going to answer in a minute. <clears throat> Um, and feel free to litter this chat with as many questions as you want. That'll help you get there. Um, Jamie says that Landon and I are putting in an offer on our first flip today too. Oh shit. Yeah. That's fantastic. Amazing. <clears throat> Let us know how it, uh, how it goes, how the offer goes, um, tomorrow morning. Okay. There are lots <clears throat> of comments this morning. <laughs> Is there now? Like it's six ten, and I'm already lost. I know that there's lots of questions about um, cost of supplies for flips. Okay, um, let me get through. Yeah, <clears throat> here's what I'm gonna do. Shit. Okay. Well, there's a couple things I want to talk about. Normally, I don't expect this many questions coming in this fast. So <laughs> now I'm gonna I'm gonna increase Ignore the speed you. of my my, oh, okay. <laughs> my voice, um, my speaking. So you're gonna start noticing I'm talking very quickly. I'm gonna rip through a couple stories and a couple things here. Today is the final day to register for the fix and flip bus tour. Okay. That's it. Yeah. We got it extended no for you no more and it's over. It's additional done. buses. It's today is the last day. Um, it, you got, you got to go. Yeah. You, you got to go. It's going to be amazing. Um, I had a couple of people reach out to me. One yesterday actually said, Hey, I really want to go to this fix and flip bus tour, but I'm not interested in flipping. Is that okay? Yes, of course. Hell yeah. <clears throat> Network. And thank you for asking. Yeah. Um, Yes, it, this is a networking event. Uh, there are going to be lots of real estate investors there. Uh, it's a great way to network and connect with people. So I 100% recommend that you come, even if you're not interested in flipping. It's really cool. It's cool to learn about renovations. Um, people love fix and flips, whether you're, you're doing fix and flips or you're not doing fix and flips. It's a cool event to go check out. Um, it gives me an excuse to go and check out, um, uh, check in on my properties because <laughs> I don't do it often enough. Um, it's also going to be a beautiful day. I think it? like I haven't checked since yesterday, but it's supposed to be like 21 degrees and sunny. So it's going to be an amazing afternoon. Um, oh, now we're up to 23. So bring your sunscreen, bring your hats, bring your children, bring your, <laughs> bring family. your children. Um, we're going to have fun at the, at the park at, um, afterwards with dinner and networking. And yeah, yeah. it's going to be amazing. Yeah. So we'll be arriving. Uh, we're leaving at 9am, but make sure please. Um, I'll send out email uh, details today or tomorrow uh, for final details, but please make sure you arrive before 8.30, 8.30. You know, there's going to be a lot of people coming in and, and maybe a little bit of confusion. You went down the wrong street. So just make leave yourself <laughs> enough time because we don't want yeah. to have to wait for to, people. We need to get everyone registered and name tags and on the buses and head counts and all that and be leaving by 9. Yeah. So yeah. Um, 
I have a feeling we're going to be sitting around waiting in the parking lot because someone can't find it. And, you know, they're emailing us. It's going to be an absolute nightmare. But, um, it is what it is. But so please make sure that you're you're leaving early. Just I, I know you think you're special. I know you think you know where it is, but people always make mistakes and there's traffic and stuff like and that. And trains. And trains. Oh, 50th, 50th Street? Definitely going to be trains. Um, sorry. Uh, but yeah, we'll be leaving around 9 a.m. We'll be arriving back at uh, Gold Bar Park uh, at, I know I've been saying, okay, I know I've been saying Capilano Park. We changed the park to Gold Bar. You'll be getting information on this. Gold Bar Park, okay. Uh, we'll be arriving back around 4.30 p.m. and that's when dinner will be arriving. Um, and we have the picnic site until 8 p.m. So the kids are going to love it. Uh, there, you know, there'll be frisbees, soccer balls, all that kind of stuff there, and um, uh, great networking. Yeah. Okay. Um, so- Jamie and Landon said they're coming for the um, bus tour as well. I can't remember where are they? Calgary? Are you in Calgary, Jamie and Landon? I can't remember, but that's amazing. Congratulations! They said lots of firsts for us this week. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Yeah. Okay, so that is this Saturday. So. Um, Today's the last day to register, and it is this Saturday, June 4th, okay? Um, also, this Friday, we have Friday Live Training. Um, every Friday at 6 p.m. Mountain Time, uh, we do Friday Live Training. Uh, we'll be doing a session. Um, haven't quite dis- uh, finalized what the topic is going to be yet, but you should be receiving details on that today or tomorrow. Uh, it'll be great, I promise. Um, <clears throat> the other thing that I wanted to talk about um, and I, and like, ugh, I, I know these other things are, um, uh, Wagram, Liam, <laughs> Liam, are you there? He's here. Liam, is it your birthday? I didn't know it was Liam's birthday. Is it Liam's birthday? See, now the problem with this is, Gab, the problem is I'm going to feel really bad when I miss someone else's birthday. Well, we don't know unless you friggin' tell us, guys. <laughs> now, Liam, see, now Liam's special because Liam is part of our master's mentorship group. So I, we happen to know Liam's birthday. <laughs> special guy. Happy birthday, Liam. Happy birthday. Don't you want that song to keep going? <laughs> that's that's fantastic. Okay. Well, that's great. That's great. I um, thank you for sliding me that note. <laughs> uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about real fast before we get into the, the flood of questions and comments was that um, we have an update on Casper. We do. And I know a lot of you guys have been following along uh, for quite some time about the... Uh, the, the cat situation over at our Leduc Corinthia property. Um, I'll give you a little bit of a backstory. Um, when we took possession of the property, the, the old seller there, um, he had some cats and he said, I don't know what I'm going to do about them. They're not spayed and, uh, SBCA won't take them. And, um, the room. Yeah. And he's like, so I'm like, well, so what? Like, you got till 12 o'clock get these cats out of here and he's like well they're they they're they're really good at hiding i'm like okay so uh he ended up finding one of them but he didn't find the second one for a while there we didn't even believe it existed 
Mm-hmm. Um, we were ju- the only way reason we knew was because um, paw, prints. paw prints in the dust from the construction would appear like on the stove and that sort of thing. We so, just assumed it was a ghost. Who who named Catsper? Who That's came up with Catsper? I think it was Wilson, to be honest. Wilson or Robin. Wilson's or... a very witty fella. That's why I instantly think it's Wilson. Jo- was it Josh? Maybe Josh, it was... did you come up with Catsper? Maybe it was Josh. I can't remember, but we must know. Jeremy Ryan says, <laughs> nobody can remember. <laughs> someone take credit. Yes, yeah, someone take credit because you named you named the cat. <laughs> yeah, so we just you know that's it's just been an ongoing thing ever since we took possession of this property. Like this cat, we cannot catch, and like it's terrible because you know we've been leaving a little bit of food out for it, but like it was out. We didn't know if it was inside. We didn't know if it was getting in from like it was outside, and then it came inside. And then we didn't know if there was some way that he was getting in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all things considered with the way that they had that, that garage built, I wouldn't be surprised if there was some like secret kitty door that we didn't know about underground. <laughs> there was some sort of like an underground like uh, passage from like the garage to the house. Um, That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, all things considered with this house, I would not be surprised. Yeah. Um, that would be cool. <laughs> Um, we just couldn't seem to catch it. And then it was, it was a few weeks ago. Keep in mind this, this renovation's been going on for over eight weeks. Or about eight weeks. Yeah. Right. This is, now we're getting a little concerned for, for the cat's well-being. And, um, what happened was the door was open one particular day. And I, I, I'm, I, I don't know if this story is incredible, like entirely accurate, but um, the cat, the cat came running in from the door, scurried and went into the cold air intake, which was open. Mm-hmm. There's no vent on it in the kitchen. So went down the cold air intake. Right. Yeah. And then there have just been, you know, little, you can hear little noises in the vents, um, in the ducts for the last couple weeks, you know, like a cat's inside them. And, uh, you know, we've been trying to, to lure the cat out. We, for a little while there, we had a, a, um, a bylaw officer came with a trap, not a, a safe trap, you know, a little bit of cat food in there. And um, long story short, the bylaw officer wasn't able to keep bringing it, keep consistently. bringing it. And yeah. then he went on vacation. It's just been an absolute disaster. And, um, it's been a huge cluster. Um, but they've, we've still been finding, you know, feces, uh, for the first couple of weeks, for the first couple of days, we we're still finding feces in the corner of the basement. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, you know, we haven't seen any feces so much. We still see urine, fresh urine every morning. So we know the cat is getting out of the vents. Right. And, you know, Josh was leaving a little bit of food out there as well. And the food was getting eaten. So, we're getting, we're running out of options and ideas on what to do with this. Like this, this, this house is going to be up for sale soon. We cannot have this, this cat living behind the walls. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, we were running out of ideas and then, um, we tried calling the bylaw officer again, bylaw officer. I don't know. He's what the hell's going on with him now. Now he's, he's away. He's off. So we talked to our furnace cleaning expert. Um, which by the way, Rob is fucking awesome. 
Yeah, I can't even explain how like above and beyond he he goes for us and especially in this situation. This but... isn't the first time he's done something outside of his scope of work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I called him and, and explained the situation and like we had a furnace cleaning scheduled for yesterday. So I called him last week and was like, I don't know what to do. Like there's a cat in the vents and and um and I know that you're coming to clean them soon. Like, what's going to happen? Like, have you ever had an animal in the vents? You know, like, I thought that maybe like a, a mouse or, or a bird or a squirrel or something might have been kind of more more usual. And we've had that. I've had a bird in my own furnace. I'm like, dude, I got a bird here. I don't know what the hell to do. And he's like, he's like, yeah. don't worry. Well, I'll come take care of it. Yeah. So, um, so Rob suggested that he come and take a look before the suspended ceiling um, went in so that he could possibly pull down the jumpers on the ductwork and um, try to catch the cat. And he seemed pretty confident. He's like, he's like, you know, I've never had this before, but you know, there's, we we can access the vents in different ways. So um, let's just take a look and see if we can get the cat out. It'd be much better to get it out before we do the furnace cleaning than basically scaring the shit out of it to get it out and then maybe you don't catch it and it just flies out the door right yeah so um so yeah he he stopped by um several days ago and couldn't find anything couldn't find any signs of a cat in the fence so he's like i don't know i don't i can't find anything doesn't seem to be in there and um yeah so yesterday when they were doing the furnace cleaning they discovered that um the cat had actually um fallen down one of the cold air vents and had actually gotten herself stuck in the furnace. So she had actually fallen down into the furnace itself and was kind of trapped in there. So I really hope that that had just happened like within the day. Um, But when they took the panel down, um, apparently she didn't put up a fight. She just was ready to be helped and um, they got her out of there. Skin and bones, really skinny, obviously from lack of nutrition and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, he called me and he's like, we got her. Or we, at that time, we still thought it was a boy. We've been referring to to the cat as a him for, mm-hmm. you know, months. Um, and apparently was super chill with one of his technicians. So he's like, you know, one of my guys has the cat. Um, the cat's okay. We're going to finish the cleaning. And then um, he's like, what, what, what do you want me to do here? Like, does the owner still want the cat? And like, we don't, I don't even think we still have the owner's contact information. Yeah. And he, like when he told us, he w- didn't know what to do with the cat. It was going to take it, to, try to take it to the SPCA and all those types of things. So we were like, I don't like, I don't know. We were just going to bring it to the SPCA if we, if we were able to catch it. And that's what the um, bylaw had said as well, that they'll catch it and bring it to the SPCA. So, um, so he's like, okay, well, it's pretty skin and bones. I'm going to take it straight to the vet and see, you know, if they can do anything. And um, he, so he, I was like, Rob, like, not only did you, you know, retrieve a cat from my vents, but now you're going to deal with it. Like, you're going to take it to the to the vet and everything. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, yeah, like, don't worry about it. I got it. And, you know, we have the cat and, you know, my tech's holding it. Can't, don't want to let it go. I don't want it to get away. And all that kind of stuff. So I was like, okay, well, like, I don't, I think you're going to have to put a new code in your, in your billing system for cat retrieval. (laughs) And like, how are you going to charge me for this? And so we had a good laugh, but like, yeah, just went way above and beyond, got the cat, got it to the vet. Um, the, the cat was chipped. So they did get the owner and the owner showed up right away. And, um, yeah, hopefully they can get it back to health. Um, I feel like, I feel awful that this cat has been, you know, living in our, (laughs) 
Uh, not that it's our fault, but I feel awful. We did in try this everything. Yeah, you know, like it's we've been trying. I want to point out uh, two things there that um, I wanted to note. And one, I know Gabby, and, and I don't know if you thought about this or not, but you had mentioned that I hope that it wasn't you know trapped in the furnace for too long. Josh had seen it a, a few nights prior. Yes. Yeah. So max still a max long, two days. still a long yeah. time, and like you know, there's. You know, they they took it to the vet, and um, it sounds like it's it's it um, you know it's it it is a little sick, and it's going to need. Um, hopefully, it gets the help that it uh, it needs. Yeah. But the they were able to you know reach the owner, and the owner was there and picked it up. So that's that's fantastic news that someone's going to be taking care of it. Mm-hmm. That's not just going to go into into the system. Um, <clears throat> uh, the other thing was that. Um, uh, a little off topic there. Um, just, just again, to reiterate the, uh, the power of, of having a good power team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Can you think, uh, like if you called up a random furnace and duct cleaning company uh, for a furnace cleaning, do you think that they would have gone as far as Rob did for us to, I mean, obviously like, you know, they would probably would have scared a cat out of the vents with their cleaning tools. Yeah. But to do what he did and to have the compassion and the care and all that kind of stuff to like, yeah, like to he go goes as far above as he and did. beyond for us, just yeah. for our, you know, for our business and and it just it's 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 not just about price, right? It's not just about price and getting the cheapest. Um, he he actually is very well priced, um, so that's a bonus as well. But like most people, they just go after price, but you don't think about the relationship that you have with your team. And our team is just, they go above and beyond for us and we go above and beyond for them. It's the relationship. It's, it's, it's accountability. It's one of my core values is one of my biggest core values is accountability. Mm-hmm. You know, people are going to do what they say they're going to do, but that, you know, then as well, going above and beyond, you know, I can rely on my team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he, he could have very well said, we got the cat, come pick it up. Yeah. That's fully what I was expecting. Fully. And that's that's, what, that's <laughs> at, it's rightfully so. It's it, that's the expectation because that's our responsibility. Yeah. But he went above and beyond for us, and it's just like I I don't even know how to repay the guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no monetary value. Like. Yeah, you're not gonna like pay him a hundred bucks for doing it. <laughs> hey, thanks, buddy, and then be like, oh, awesome, I made a hundred bucks. No, that's not that's not. <laughs> um. There's there's no way to repay him for 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 going above and beyond. He probably had a busy day. That's the last thing you mm-hmm. need to be worried about. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, sorry for the uh, cleanings that came after ours because they were probably delayed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he probably worked late yesterday. And, and, I'm, and I'm gonna plug him. I'm gonna plug him because um, he he fucking deserves it. Um, and it's not just because he helped us get a cat out. Like he does this for us. No, all consistently. The time, yeah, all yeah. the time, and we don't talk about him enough. Yeah. Um, so if you're in the Edmonton area, definitely check out Clean My Air Furnace Cleaning. Yeah. Freaking amazing. Yeah. I actually, um, I played hockey with with Rob um years ago not on the same team we've 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 Been played on opposite teams for a long time and just it's another really big supportive community the ball hockey team and or the ball hockey leagues in edmonton um so we knew each other just from playing you know being rivals for years on different teams and uh and yeah just just an amazing guy just an amazing guy an amazing team and um definitely definitely like all of you have properties in the edmonton area just call him he's totally worth it yeah 
Absolutely. And surrounding, like, yeah, like Leduc and stuff. It's funny when somebody asks, like, in our neighborhood um, here in Leduc, on our neighborhood Facebook page, when somebody's like, hey, does anybody know a good furnace cleaner? You should see, like, it is just flooded with his name. Yeah. And the comments that come with it are incredible. Like, you have to use Rob with Clean My Air. He is the most incredible guy. Like, people, like, over and over. So yeah. that just goes to show that to him, it's not just a business. Like, it is about the relationships. It is about the community. Community. He comes with coolers full of pop and chocolate bars and and freezies and stuff and like and and literally like for to to give out to like the kids in the neighborhood when yeah. he's like when he's there you know like flyering and like doing all that kind of stuff like he is they're just the most incredible company he supports all the local companies yeah. he does like all these giveaways and draws on social media so you should follow him as well it's a good way to kind of see what they're up to but he'll go and buy like a $50 gift certificate at the local bakery and then he'll do like a social media giveaway and like pump out and and like get their name out and do like this big giveaway and he has a huge following so like everybody's like getting in on the draws and stuff so yeah amazing amazing company and community and people yeah yeah okay um so definitely go check uh check rob and his business out clean my air furnace cleaning um okay i'm gonna start ripping through questions um we've 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 got a ton of comments that i need to get through and um and I will, I'm just, I'm going to make them fast answers today. I'm going to see if I, and anything that's a little bit longer, I'm going to copy it and save it um, for the end. Uh, if not, uh, you know, we can answer it tomorrow if it needs a larger discussion. <clears throat> okay. Uh, first question was, was Cody. Cody was saying that he's trying to get his first flip going. Um, so can you tell me the approximate cost for windows in your St. Albert and Leduc flip? This is one time, one time I find hard to estimate. Okay. So very simple, uh, your front windows and your in like your kitchen windows, like bay windows, uh, big, big, large ones. Yeah. The big, the big ones up front, just estimates depending on how many, um, how many individual windows, if it's like a, if it's three, like, I don't know if you call them panels of windows, but like if it's three separate windows, just expect anywhere from 800 to a thousand per, um, so if it's, you know, a very big front window, you know, you can expect anywhere from 2000 to 3000. Okay. Um, the more complicated it is, if it has like, um, you know, types of windows that uh, you crank and it opens out um, a little bit more, but um, the front window is always the most expensive. Same thing in your dining room at the back of the house. Um, those ones are typically a little bit more, um, anywhere from a thousand to 1500. Same thing for the kitchen window as well. Um, Again, it normally you'll have, if it's just one big slider, you know, pretty simple, 800 to 1,000. If you have, you know, two or three windows attached to it, or there's, you know, cranks opening it, you know, opening the window, then, you know, anywhere close to 1,500, okay? The remainder of your windows are pretty straightforward, um, and they will vary, but for the most part, a standard, like, bedroom size window or bathroom size window, 800 bucks, 800 to 900 bucks. If they're bigger, if you got like a floor to ceiling thing going on, obviously it's it's going to cost more. But when your standard flips, this is with installation. With installation, yes. With your standard flips, eight hundred to nine hundred bucks per window. Yeah. So this is someone coming out, quoting you, getting the windows, bringing them in, and taking out the old ones, installing the new ones, taking away the old ones. Yeah. This is the full full um, 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, so if, you know, I'll even, I'll even help you out in pricing your windows for your whole house. If the whole house needs to be done, you've got your front window in the, in the bed. Um, living room. Uh, thank you. The living room. Let's estimate $2,000 for that. And you've got your dining room window. Um, it's, let's say 1200 for that. You got your kitchen window. Let's say 1500 for that. And then you've got your three bedrooms at $800 each. So it's 2400 there. And you got probably nothing in the bathroom. Uh, and then you've got maybe three windows for the basement, right? 800 bucks each. So it's another 2400 bucks. $9,500 to redo all the windows in your house. Budget 10000 if you got to redo all of them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, pretty straightforward. If some of them are done, then just, just redo the ones that need to be redone. Yeah. But. And you can totally go and just like buy windows at like Home Depot. Um, they have tons of sizes. They have lots of stock. Um, but then you need to do the removal and have somebody to do the removal installation. And I can't speak to how long that takes somebody like a contractor. Mm -hmm. So then you're paying for the labor unless you can do it yourself. But yeah, so. Um, average price per square foot for suspended ceiling installed. This one will vary depending on the quality of the ceiling tile that you choose. Also the complexity of the basement. Um, Duct work. Yeah. If you have to do like, um, if you have to do like a pony wall where like, say you got a duct there instead of just having it like flat across the roof, all the way across the basement, um, sorry, the ceiling, um, if you got to go around a couple things, then obviously they need to bring in these special types of tiles and they're a little more, um, they can support the weight. Um, it's just a little bit different. So the complexity will change it, but on average, it was anywhere from 325 to 350 per square foot. That'll just give you a, um, installed, installed. That'll just give you a base, um, to kind of budget. Um, but you'll need them to come out and quote it. Uh, but normally, you know, there's some, you don't want to get like the cheap, cheap, um, 12 by 24, um, uh, ceiling tiles, you know, the ones that like industrial, you know, basement ceilings, um, the more of the, 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 the more of the garbage in the grain, you know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? Like the more of the, like the, the, the. Not sparkles, but you know what I'm trying to say? Like texture. Texture. If the texture is messier and uh, like more, more filler, more rough, then that's the cheaper stuff. 12 by 24 is cheaper. If you want 12 by 12 tiles, mm -hmm. are they 12 by 12? Or are they 24 by 24? I can't remember. I think it's 24 yeah. by 24. Anyways, square, Anyways you can square tiles. You can picture the big rectangles in any commercial doctor's office yeah. like those types of things with the like huge big lights in the middle like that's not what you want <laughs> yeah so if you want the square tiles um you want revealed edge and uh and they have some good products that are just you know not super fancy you know um texture on the tiling but you can get a low-end tile for installed for about 325 to 350 mm -hmm. on average okay and and get um, this is one of those things where you definitely get multiple quotes because like we, we had, I mean, we ended up using our, our usual guy who turns out does seem to be pretty cheap, but the mm -hmm. other quote that we got was quite a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. So get multiple quotes on this type of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, Francis says here that, uh, <coughs> hmm, give me a second. Would you uh, like me to sing? 
Um, no, you don't have to sing. I just wanted to double check on something. I just wanted to double check a date because I think I fucked the date up. No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, Francis says here that social media is a big challenge for her working on it. Um, you know what? Uh, I know. I understand. Uh, but you just need to make a decision. Um, this was the the big theme of this past uh, this past weekend when we were at the Real Estate Investing Cabinet Retreat. I think you need to say fuck it more. Fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna post every day. Fuck it. I'm gonna call that person. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Sometimes you ever you ever had those moments where yeah. like you were in your head for so goddamn long, and then eventually you just said, "Oh, yeah, fuck it, let's do it." Yeah. You need a few more of those, and if you don't swear, then just just under your breath, okay? Um, <laughs> in your head, fiddlesticks. Let's do this. <laughs> okay. Um, and as well, Francis, um, you have something to look forward to because on. Uh, June 26th, we have our our next workshop coming up, which we haven't announced yet for the public, but you obviously have access to it because you're part of the mentorship program. Um, on June 26th, we're doing uh, our advanced uh, real estate investing workshop on building uh, a brand for your real estate investment business, mm-hmm. building your REI brand. Okay. So Amazing. Um, title pending. <laughs> Actually, the title was Building Your REI Brand. Yeah. Um, but we were just waiting until after the Fix and Flip Tour because we've got so many different things going on and I don't want to like confuse people. Yes. Um, but yes, that is coming up on June 26th. If you guys are interested in that, you know, mark it in your calendar. We're going to be doing an advanced workshop on that. Um, all of our real estate investing masters um, mentees are in that for free. Yeah. Um, so look forward to that. Obviously, you know you marked it off in the calendar, Francis, but... Um, we're going to explain to you all the benefits of that and how to go about getting started on building your brand. Nice. Okay. I'm ripping through the comments. I think you're going to have to scroll for a while now. I know. (laughs) I know. Um, um, Dan said that, um, he's meeting with a potential joint venture partner tomorrow and hoping that it goes well and that they align. That's That's awesome. awesome. Dan K. Okay. Cool, cool, don't, cool, don't do it. Cool, little, little Comic look. chameleon. Cut a little look. <laughs> we'll work on that. Good luck, Dan. You got this. You He's, can do it. Yeah, change your words. You'll lock that up. If you want it, you'll get it. Yeah. But I, I like that he says um, not only goes well, but that they align. And that is super important. Absolutely. Yeah. Reading, reading. Guys, this chat is on fire this morning. Holy man. I need to hire someone. (laughs) I need to hire a producer. Yeah. Just go through and send you the questions. This is fantastic. It's exactly what we asked for. And now this we're This is what we want. Yeah. And it's not just the questions coming out of it. It's that you all are having conversations and networking. I just passed Dan's comment. Oh, shoot. I'm You're behind, really yeah. behind. How about you stay on the bottom? I'll stay at the top. Okay. Um, I just, while we were talking about Catsper, um, there was some some 
funny thing. So like nobody remembers who named the cat. Like everybody's it's like Josh and Josh is like, no, I thought it was Jeremy. And Jeremy's like, no, I thought it was like, mm. and I thought it was Robin and Robin's like, I can't remember. Uh, Derek says, Jeremy and I literally on day two of learning of trying to learn more about investment properties. So haven't done a rental or a flip, super excited to learn. Um, are we talking about the same Jeremy? No, I don't think it said Jeremy and I. I think he was talking to Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy. Jeremy, I am. Okay, I'm reading too fast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's that's fantastic, Derek. Derek, ask as many questions as you want. As yes. many questions as you want. Actually, maybe save them for tomorrow because... <laughs> <laughs> we can't even get through the thread um, here. <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. So uh, <clears throat> that means that Derek is new to the podcast, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I should say this more often, but the, you know, we've said before many times that if you listen to this podcast every day for a year you will have learned everything you need to know about real estate investing we that's what we're trying to do we're trying to cover every single topic and i find that um even with gabby and i sharing our day-to-day -day business mm -hmm. what you're going to get is you're going to get 365 days of what it's like in the life of a real estate investor we do we both do this full-time Mm -hmm. We both wake up every morning. We do our podcast. We get our kid to school. We are living like the this like the perfect example of real estate investors with a kid, a family, right? We take our kid to school. We finish up. We have breakfast. We shower. We get ready, and then we spend five to six hours working on our business. We have to pick up our kid. We have dinner in the evening. Sometimes I have coaching calls. Gabby has um, uh, women's mastermind um, for real estate investors, and that's that's our life. That's what we do. Um, during the day we go check on our properties, we fill vacancies. It's so if you listen in every day, you're going to get a good idea of what it's like to, you know, if you want to be an, an entrepreneur, you want to be a full-time real estate investor, you'll get a very good idea and of what that's like. And also you'll hear just about every single question that could be possibly asked from filling vacancies to getting financing, to funding flips, to rent to owns agreement for sale, seller financing, everything, BTBs. Yeah. Choosing your market, how to, how to buy for cash, everything. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, so I, I did scroll way down to the bottom and, um, Kristen had mentioned that we missed a couple questions at the top. So I went back up and so, um, Kristen had a question. Okay. That's right. Okay. So she said, are there some lenders that will allow you to buy a property with no money down if you are able to purchase it for less than 80% of the appraised value? No. Sorry, I wish I could. <laughs> I wish I could get. It's just no. Um, uh, there are no lenders that will allow you to buy for less than 20% down. That's just a CMHC requirement. That's a government requirement. Um, I Don't ask me which, you know, where that comes from. It's just known that you can't buy an investment property for less and 20% down without insurance. And that's why CMHC and Genworth are created. But the insurance is only for if it is your for your primary residence. So that's why you can get as little as 5% down. But you need to pay for CMHC insurance. And that is roughly 3% of the purchase price. Um, that's a fee that gets tacked onto your mortgage. Um, yeah, otherwise, there's, there's, there's no other way. Even it doesn't matter if you're getting an amazing deal. Um, that is still a requirement because they want to make sure that you have skin in the game. That's ultimately why. 
Um, <clears throat> oh, wow. Okay. Now there's some questions coming in at the bottom too. Okay. So then, um, Jeremy had also asked about at the beginning here, um, for new investors, what, what are conditions and why might they want to have them in the purchase contract? Can you repeat that? Sorry? What are conditions and why might they want to have them in the purchase contract? Uh, conditions are just <clears throat> when you write an offer, purchase a property, you will normally have a couple conditions. The most standard and common ones are a financing condition and a home inspection condition. Um, when you write your offer with conditions and the seller accepts it, that means that they have an, ex they have an ex accepted and a conditional offer. Um, meaning, and there's normally a time or a term um, to which you have to um, satisfy those conditions. Pretty standard is two weeks. Pretty standard is two weeks. And then when you have satisfied, you know, when you're satisfied with those, um, uh, you know, that you now can confirm that you do have financing in order. And then you've done a home inspection and, and it's good. You're happy with everything. Then you would remove conditions and that would make your offer an unconditional offer. So now you have to close on it. Um, but if during those two weeks you find that you can't get your pre-approval for your mortgage or um, you find some things in the home inspection that you're not happy with, you could just say, I'm not removing conditions, and then they would give you your deposit back, and then you know the seller puts it back on the market. Yep. Okay. Um, Cody uh, had another question about the cold air return. Mm. Um, on the wall there, he said, learning for the future, you know, lesson learned from this whole Catsper um, thing. Do you keep the cold air return on until you need to remove it? This, I honestly, I, this is just one of those random things that we've never <laughs> yeah, I don't to, think you should ever plan for a cat to get into your house. <laughs> plan to have a cat living in the walls. Um, you do, like, it, uh, it does need to be removed for, like, wall prep, which happens early on in the renovation, wall prep and painting and, like, all that kind of stuff. So it's, I mean, like, yeah, you can keep it blocked off and then just, like, remove it and put it back and stuff. But I, I just think that's overkill. Like, you could have never expected something like this to happen. I mean, also having it blocked off will prevent um, more more dust and more uh, construction debris from getting in, in the vents, which is always good, but yeah, don't, don't overthink that. <laughs> um, I'm just giggling at the comments section. A lot of this, there's just been conversations going on, which I'm catching up on, yeah. um, some jokes being made. Yeah. Um, I think I'm catching up. Uh, getting close to catching up. Um, Jeremy, uh, was replying to <clears throat> when we were talking about building your brand and, and Francis and, uh, social media, Jeremy said, posting every day is a challenge. Um, a good plan for content will help. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Jeremy is in creation mode, which yeah. is very fucking hard. Yeah. It's a tough, tough, um, starting point to, yeah. I've, I've tipped my cap to Jeremy a few times in the show and I'm going to do it again. Um, the, the content that you're putting out, my friend, top notch. That's, you're going to burn yourself out though. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's when thinking about content and, and what to, what to post, the key is document, not creation. 
The easy route is document. So document what you're doing every day. Hey, I'm out looking at this property. Hey, I'm out, you know, just checked on this property and, and there's a cat in, in the ducks. Um, see, we can document it, right? Even, even on the morning show, we, we, you know, we're not, I'm not coming to you prepared with a 45 minute presentation every day. I'm just talking about what we're doing every day, mm-hmm. right? We do answer questions, but that's, that's top of mind. And we can answer those things most days. Um, creation is difficult. A lot of people, they go into Canva, they want to put these things together, spend half an hour to 45 minutes building this little, you know, inspirational graphic. And then they want to write a 20 minute blog on top of that on their Facebook post, um, trying to figure out what to post in their stories every day. If you do that, it's, I mean, you're talking about like two hours a day trying to figure out what to create. The key is, is documenting, not creating. Now I, I want to, I want, again, hats off to Jeremy because Jeremy is doing video damn near every single day and he's doing research on neighborhoods for God's sake. And also in, in other, you know, research on just about everything. So, um, it's, it definitely go follow Jeremy Heeman on Instagram. He's, he's putting out amazing content. Um, and I, I can't even imagine how many takes you have to do for each of those videos. My God, yeah, you must be spending two to three hours a day. It's crazy. And there was an episode last week, I think towards the end of the week, where we did talk about um, social media and for it to be intentional and not just a decision to be like, oh, I'm going to post more Mm because they say that we should be on social media more. It really does need to be intentional and you need and you really do need a plan. And like Wayne said, like if you're able, if you have stuff to document, documenting is always the the best and easiest way to go. But there is, when you're being intentional about what you're putting out, there is creation that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And so, but getting intentional with setting aside those blocks of time to do that, instead of just waking up every morning and being like, shit, what am I going to post? And then creating from that point is just going to eat up your days. Mm-hmm. And it's going to get frustrating. And you're going to be like, I'm spending way too much time doing this. I hear it all the time. I like, I hear it all the time. So, but if you, but if you set aside days to create tons of content that you can then schedule and have a plan, then you're laughing. Then it's a business. (laughs) (laughs) We always talk about businesses. Then you're, then that's a business plan on how you're going to do your social media. So it's with intent. Yes, we did. I would spend days creating content, which I would then save into a folder and have a schedule and I even used a scheduler to post it. So I would like get a couple weeks at a time up and running, have them scheduled. They would automatically post. I didn't need to think about it every day. Yeah. And if, if you're just getting started out and you don't have a whole heck of a lot to document, which I would argue, um, feel free to, to call in tomorrow and argue to me that you have nothing to post, uh, or to document. And I will, I will share exactly what to do. Um, and I see you. There's two callers waiting in the queue here. I see oh. you there. I'm going to be uh, answering you in a second. But what I'd if you if you feel like you have nothing and you just need to create, then going to Canva Pro. I've learned that Canva Pro has got some amazing features as well as a scheduler, which is like the exact same cost as, um, you know, buying any other scheduler. So you get all the perks <laughs> of Canva plus um, a scheduler. So go nice. check that out. Um, Okay, Chris is the first caller here. Let's see if he just accidentally clicked it or not. This happens a lot. Where someone is 
typing in the chat and they accidentally click the call in and then we look like idiots like this moment right here. Wilson also clicked the button. Let's see if Wilson wanted to talk. Wilson's always on the other end of that call. Yeah. It's, uh, it was an accident, guys. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> it still great to hear your voice on the radio. <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> What's that? We're going to unadopt him. He's our adopted son, remember? I don't think that there's a word for unadopting Unadopt? people. That just sounds oh, okay. terrible. Okay. We'll keep it. <laughs> if there's a word in the dictionary for unadopting a child, I mean, that's just, <laughs> it needs to be removed. What's up, Wilson? How's it going, guys? Fantastic. How are you? Pretty good. Guess who's closing another uh, duplex tomorrow? No. Uh, probably come you. On. Probably you. <laughs> yes. Congratulations. That's awesome. So you get thank the keys guys, tomorrow? We do get the keys tomorrow. Yeah. Awesome. Fantastic. Congratulations. And you, and you and we're all going to see it on his social media because he documents what yes. he's doing. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'll probably be door knocking on that door and Jessica's going to open the door and we're going to make a couple jokes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'm looking forward to watching it. Uh, thanks so much for calling in, Wilson. Did you have a question or you just wanted to tell us that you're... I'm going to take advantage. Yeah, I'm going I'm to ask a oh, question. So, yeah. so I'm pretty sure, I mean, and this happens a lot when somebody starts working or yeah, working in their business and not on their business, at what point do you start switching from working in your business and on your business? Like what, what would be like the, the first best strategy to, to start that transition? Uh, you know what? You'll, you'll know for starters, you'll know that you start running out of time. I know that you are heavily involved in your business, but you'll know at some particular yeah. point where, um, you know, the, you're going to want to start having more meetings with new joint venture, uh, partners, as opposed to, uh, mudding and taping and sanding, uh, you know, drywall. So at some particular point, you're just going to be like completely overwhelmed. And then, you know, you and Jess are going to, you and Jessica are going to have that moment where you want to decide, sorry, <clears throat> tripping over my tongue today where you guys both decide, you know, is it, is it time to start investing in ourselves, right? Maybe the cash flow isn't completely there. In most real estate investing businesses, there's not enough cash flow there, but maybe <coughs> look at it be like, okay, what if we just invested 10 or $20,000, put it into a bank account, and this money starts going towards filling vacancies, or this money goes towards uh, someone who can post our rentals, or this money goes towards hiring, just as like a little kitty, towards hiring a few sub trades to take some of the work off our plate. I look at it as an investment into yourselves because what you're doing is you're, t you're investing that money to hire someone else to do your daily tasks, which frees up your time to see if you are a better CEO than you or more valuable as a CEO, as opposed to, you know, a sub trade. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. To, to yeah, see if you can create more money by being a CEO or, or from raising capital than you can from saving money, you know, being on the tools. And that's the way that we approached it. We just, we took a big chunk of cash and we said, okay, we're going to invest this for the next six months to cover these three things that we would normally do so that I, Wayne, can go out and start looking for more joint venture capital, or I can go create this business to create more money. Can I make more than $60,000 in the next six months? By freeing up my time. 
And that's the best way to make that transition. Once you do, and you find that you are making more money being the CEO, then it's almost like you'll implement it. Now it's part of your budget, right? Now you'll invest the money again because you made more than the 60,000 in that six months or that 20,000 in the six months. And now you're just going to do it for another six months. And then you'll realize that those, those tasks that you, that you used to do being in the business um, are not for you and they should be hired out. And if you don't and, and you blow the investment, then at least you know that, okay, that means I need to get back in the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. As opposed to just a full transition. If you make a full transition and it's like you fully commit to it, I, I would make a small investment in yourself and it doesn't need to be 60 over the next six months. It can be, you know, just, Hey, for this next round of vacancies we have this summer, let's hire it out. Let's hire someone to, to do all the viewings. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's going to cost us probably $300 per vacancy. But I find that if I can spend my whole day on the phone talking with new joint venture prospects, I should be able to get three or four new joint ventures, which would mean three or four new properties, which the the value that we'll get from that is, is, is worth significantly more than the $1,800 for those six vacancies. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Okay, buddy. Thanks so much for calling in. Did that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys. All right. Have a great day. You too. Uh, we we did have a, another caller. Let's see if it's real. Hey guys, Jessica, how's it going? How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Good. What's up? Um, so you guys are talking about um, like posting more on social media about what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I have a ton of like pictures and stuff and content from projects we have done that I've never Mm -hmm. shared and I've always had the intention to share it yeah but um I guess my question is at what point do you switch from posting it on your personal page to start (laughs) like posting it on a second page for a business you don't <laughs> you are you, the business. Okay. you you are you are your business and so many people start with a business page realizing that um you know the their best reach is going to be through their personal because you are your business and those are your followers like your friends and your family and like those people are the ones who who you want to see your content right yeah yeah. Right. So if you are comfortable and good with posting on your own page, do it. Stay there. No. <laughs> Sorry, guys. My kid is following okay. me around. That's, no, it's, <laughs> it's real. That's life. Yeah, sure. Thank you so much. Not a problem. Yeah. That's real. And, yeah. And, and yeah, we'll, we'll add on to that. Um, I, we've got you muted. If you want to come back, just, uh, just unmute yourself. But yeah, business pages, I mean, maybe, maybe, five to 10 years ago, business pages had a lot more value um, as far as what's called reach on social media. So if you had a business page, you would reach just as many people um, if you put a post out. And what that, sorry, I'm going to define reach really quickly. Um, we'll talk a lot about this at the at the workshop at the end of June. Um, guys, if, you, if, if this is something that you're serious about, definitely join in on this. This, this workshop we're going to be doing on June 26th. Um, reach is... When, what it means is when you make a post, I'm going to use Facebook because it's the easiest one, or Instagram. When you make a post, how many people see it? Okay, so they, each platform has an algorithm 
which determines who sees it, when they see it, and how often. Okay? So if I was to put a post out right now, and it was just text, and said, hey, just testing the algorithm. Um, let's see how many people I reach. I'm curious to see if you picked up your phone and went on Facebook, will that be at the top of your feed? What determines whether I'm at the top of the feed? What determines whether I come up maybe two or three swipes down, like thumb swipes, right? How do I, how, how does that, how does that happen? I'm going to remove Jessica because I know it creates feedback. Um, sorry. How does that get determined? And so, you know, when business pages were first starting out, they were trying to really promote the business page because mm -hmm. they wanted lots of people to put their businesses on Facebook. Why did they want lots of people creating business pages on Facebook when it first came out? Because they wanted people to use it. They wanted people to use it because, and they, and they, and they, they made it when you posted something from your business page, a video or something like that, they showed it to everyone mm -hmm. and it worked. Mm -hmm. You got a business and you put a promotional commercial out, like a video about your, you know, promoting your, your buy, you know, buy one, get one, um, you know, coming up on Friday and everybody sees it and everybody liked and commented and you'd get, you know, and you'd reach a thousand people. You're like, wow, this shit works. And then what they started doing is they monetized it. They monetize it because they know that you built your whole marketing system on that one page. Yeah, you need it. You need it. So now you pay for it. And now suddenly when you create a business page right now from scratch, you'll notice that you'll put a video out and it, you'll see two views on your video. Like, what the fuck? This shit doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It's because they've monetized it. These are marketing platforms, okay? They, they release these new these new functions, these new uh, features. And they, and whenever it comes out like Instagram reels or Facebook video or Facebook live, you know, it works. Like you can go on Facebook live and everybody on my friends list, all 4,000 some odd people will get notified. Wayne is live. And they're like, Ooh, wow, he's live. What's he doing? Mm -hmm. He must be at a rental property and everybody would see it. Now, if I go live right now, maybe a hundred of you would see it. Right. So, uh, it's, this is all a marketing machine. What they do is they test new features. They want people to like it. And then when everybody likes it and uses it, use it, then they monetize it. Yeah. Or you'll start seeing more sponsored ads. Okay. You'll start seeing more commercials coming up on your feed and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, this is why in a long winded way of saying that, you know, business pages are, are done. They're old five years ago. And also like nobody Nobody gives a shit about your business, especially in real estate investing. They give a shit about you. Yeah. Who are you? Seriously. Right? Who are you the one that they saw on stage? Are you the one that, you know, like, uh, is your aunt, you know, uh, Ruth watching, you know, your business? No, she's watching you. She wants to see what you're doing. She's proud of you. Your joint venture partners care about you and they invest in you. They don't invest in Prairie Home Investments. Right? Yeah. They invest in Wayne and Gabby because they trust you. So yeah. it's better to is to completely just, it, there is no separation. There is no work-life balance. You are that person and you need to show people who you are and what you do every day. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just going to also add to that, like, I don't know half, like, no, 99% of you who have business pages, I have no clue who that you and your business are the same. Like, I don't like, um, I'm just going to like, pick an, a name here, like um, Ryan, I don't think you have a business page and maybe you do. And maybe this proves my point. If you do, but if you, it, Ryan, if you were um, Letniak Holmes, okay, bad example, because I know your last name, but if you were whatever Holmes, 
I, there's like a 99% chance that I haven't made the connection that that's your business. I might be following you on Instagram because you followed me and I followed you back, but I have zero clue that that's actually your business. Mm -hmm. Zero. So like that just, it just goes to show that like, great, you have a business page and you're posting some renovation stuff, but like I've made zero connection that mm -hmm. that's you. And therefore I don't give a shit about that business. Yeah. It's just, I've liked it because you liked mine. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm trying to remember exactly what Jessica's question was, but she, but she also said that um, we're going to finish up this last question and then we'll answer everything else tomorrow. sounds like tomorrow's going to be a Q and a catch up. <laughs> Jessica said that she has like a bunch of pictures from just different various projects and, and stuff like that. She's been kind of banking. Um, you know what? I've, I've seen some people that will, that will recycle the same content over and over and for over years. again and yeah. for years. And um, you can totally do that. You can post a picture and say, hey, here's, um, here's a picture of one of our vacant suites here a couple of months ago. Um, you know, we had a lovely couple that was living there. They were moving on. They, they ended up buying a home. And since then, we filled it with another amazing couple. Um, they've been here for six months now. Uh, they're, they're expecting their first child and they've never been late on rent. Uh, we're so happy to have great tenants just like this. Yeah. And Jessica, Bam, also, that's a solid piece of content. Yeah. Um, Jessica also talk with um, Courtney because Courtney was not on social media at all and had tons of photos from all of their past renovations and past things that they've done with their mm -hmm. rentals. And now that they're getting active on social media, they're finding a way to use those. Mm -hmm. So um, connect with Courtney, which you guys just became friends this past weekend. So yeah, <laughs> um, yeah you guys can chat on that. Awesome. Okay, guys, thank you so much. We went a little over today. Um, th thank you for the questions. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm hoping that fun. some of these and, and, and most of them tomorrow will give you what you guys are looking for, um, to take that next step. I, I am truly, I, this is, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do whatever I can this week to find that one person who's looking to buy that first property. And, yeah. um, if, if that's you, if you're listening to the recording and, and you're like, you desperately want to get your first property. I'm going to try and help you get it done this week. I'm going to try and help you find the money. I'm going to try and help you find the financing. I'm going to try and help you find the deal, right? And 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 do whatever we can to, 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 to give you that assurance and that certainty to be able to do it. Okay, so we will see you guys tomorrow morning. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.